DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook app, but also America's top-rated sportsbook app. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right, pick any b-ball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Welcome to That's Good Broncos Podcast. The most hated David Portnoy podcast on earth. I am Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. Today we've got some Broncos minicamp battles to discuss. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, going back and forth, and forth and back. Uh, Dave Portnoy finally responded to me on Twitter. Uh, it's not going to help my career, I can tell you that right now. Um, and so we'll get into that. The Broncos news, anything else NFL related that tickles our fancy, we may talk about. Uh, today's episode, though, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. You got to use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of all of their offers. And my coffee company, Bench Warmer Brew, we launched a new blend this week. See, this bag's empties because I've, I've already drank all of Adam's five points blend. So Adam from five points, uh, he's got the second um, blend that we have here at bench warmer brew, a little bit lighter roast than mine, but it is freaking good. So benchwarmerbrew.com. If you want to support us, you can do it there. And yeah, we'll buy a shirt, buy the bench warmer shirt. Follow the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, follow the band camp. We're producing music now. Oh, uh, yeah. Drop in some real beats that uh, I'm sure Antonio Brown will be picking up for his next album. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. If um, we can trick anybody into buying our beats, I think it's AB. <laughs> <laughs> Beans and beats. Something there. There's something there. Yeah. Nice music. Uh, great coffee, though. Great coffee, though. Great T-shirts. I wear my T-shirt all the time. I get lots of compliments. Um, I sleep in it. I use it for other stuff. <clears throat> but I think we already discussed this, and we got demonetized on YouTube because of it. <laughs> um, how do you feel, though, that we're, we're never going to be a part of the Barstool umbrella officially? Officially, we are out. Uh, Bridge burned. That I yeah I think I burned that bridge long ago. Um, I mean, I sent them a lot of emails back in the day, a lot many to Dave. I got Dave's email a long time ago from somebody that used to work there. Never mm -hmm. responded. Uh, sent DMs to their guys. Got had another guy put in a word for me. Had another guy put in a word for me. Now I don't need them. Like, obviously, they could help. <laughs> like, they could help in terms of views and things like that. But Will and I don't need them. We're chugging along on our own. Plus, if I go there, Dave's just going to say that he made my career after <laughs> I've spent the last, you know, uh, nine years grinding it out on YouTube by myself. Uh, I will say 
Like, okay, I'm gonna explain what happened. And here's, I'm also yeah, not in a good mood today, Will. Today's okay. one of those days where I keep feeling, it's just like I keep getting resistance no matter what I can do. And it sucks because yesterday was a nice day. Baby's healthy, slept through the night. I slept well. I had a whiskey, or I actually had a scotch before bed. Things were going good. Then a bunch of just little stuff, boring life stuff this morning just kept not working out for me. <laughs> I was uh, testing my patience. And then, I don't know, I just saw that Dave Portnoy tweeted that he discovered Jenna Marbles as an example as to why uh, Barstool as a company is not sexist. And if you know anything about Barstool, there's like this constant battle of other brands attacking them for being sexist or misogynistic. And they do employ a lot of women in, in high positions there. Like, I don't know exactly. I'm sure there's been lots of blogs and shit written said by people that work there that give them that reputation. But like, it's not an argument I'm actually engaged in. I have no problem with Barstool. I have been in the YouTube world since 2010, uh, since Jenna Marbles came onto the scene. I was working with other YouTubers at the time. <laughs> And he said he discovered Jenna Marbles. I just quote tweeted, LOL, you didn't discover Jenna Marbles. And then a bunch of people were arguing about it. Some saying like she worked at Barstool back in 2010. She was a blogger there. Like, I don't give a shit. Like she did her, she did her own. She started her YouTube channel on her own, created a viral video on her own that blew up her channel and continued to do all of her work on her own outside of Barstool to become successful. Apparently Portnoy saw it, saw, a lot of people were giving him shit about it and uh, reposted a video of her, I think it's from like a Draw My Life thing, where she talks about working at Barstool, how Dave uh, gave her a job to be his assistant and that she learned the internet and how to be funny from him working there. So I was wrong, okay, they, they found her, uh, okay, so maybe he technically discovered her even though her name wasn't Jenna Marbles then, it was her real name, which I forget. And uh, real name's not Jenna Marbles. It's Jenna something. Jenna Mori, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. I'm shocked. Anyway, but this draw my life video, like she gives her, she gives him credit. And then she goes, On my way home one day, I thought about making this video, like how to trick people into thinking you're pretty. So I made a video about it and posted it on YouTube and Barstool was nice enough. They posted it on their website. That video blew up. Uh, I don't know if it was because of Barstool. I don't think it was actually because of their website at the time. Anyway, she said, after a while, I was unhappy writing there. I wanted to make videos. Dave and I didn't see eye to eye. I left and it was kind of on bad terms and basically proving everything... <laughs> that I had thought about the situation true. Yeah. And uh, somebody like tweeted me in it. I responded to them and said, this proves my fucking point. And then Dave Portnoy responded to me saying, you're dead wrong. So after years of sending them emails, tweeting to them, I get responded to because of Jenna Marbles. <laughs> and uh, and he's not, he's not just like replying to everybody on this. He's tweeted, he's had like three tweets in the last hour. Yeah, to me. So, so yeah, he's definitely not going to give me a job. Or maybe if you try hard enough, um, we could leverage this into uh, a sort of hate relationship. A sort yeah, of maybe uh, I'll, maybe I'll find him at Rough and Rowdy, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think if we, there's a way to capitalize. I'm not smart enough. I don't know. There's a way to capitalize on this. On this. <laughs> I also don't think, uh, you know, those, those people over there really, um, they're good at turning internal conflict into content Yeah, that's watchable. And I don't, first of all, we don't have any internal conflict here. No. And if we did, uh, we would not be able to do anything with it. It would just, it would just tank us. No, it would be like, uh, me going, Hey, Will, can you hop on this script? And Will saying, 
no, I'm at the doctor getting um, my neck uh, fixed stitches. I'm getting stitches in my neck at the doctor and me going, hey, please don't get stitches when I need you to write a script for me. Yeah. Yeah. Be something like that. I'm sorry for getting hurt. Yeah. No, we have a perfect symbiotic relationship. And um, I don't know if that's how you get a $60 million deal with Spotify. Um, oh no need it that's what we're here to find out yeah it's funny too because like uh some other guy was like uh nice comment why don't you go continue begging barstool for a job like oh man i looked that guy follows me i'm like that one stings <laughs> that one stings uh just to be clear i'm not begging them for a job all right i got my own gig not anymore not anymore oh, we this podcast is with dnvr so suck it suck it i don't need i don't need them a more powerful entity than barstool <laughs> i think yeah does barstool have their own bar maybe i mean maybe. yeah i think I they know. got sports slash bars no Fuck. <laughs> uh that's okay that's okay that's the um, thing too should we like, talk about I just yeah go ahead like commenting on something like that people confuse it for you like I'm not, I wasn't trying to even comment on Barstool as a company and hate, I wasn't hating on them either. That's what bugs me is when something really innocuous that you say gets misconstrued by somebody and then they want to fight with you about it. And I usually don't engage with that shit. But again, I was in a bad mood today already. And it, uh, it just got to me. It just got to me like fucking. He caught, he caught you at the wrong time and he caught the sting yeah. of your wrath and it's actually he's like he posted the video where jenna said like she left because they didn't see eye to eye because she wanted to do videos he basically wouldn't let her so basically he had this really great female employee on staff and he failed to empower her to create her own content there so she went out on her own on youtube and became successful so f- from a PR standpoint, it's a terrible fucking example for him to cite of not being sexist because this is a woman he let go out the door because probably she wanted more money than he was going to pay her. Uh, she wanted to do things he was not yet willing to do, which was be in the video space. And I guarantee you, if he could redo it, he would probably do everything he could to keep her there and capitalize on the success she was going to have. So, that's how I'm right about that. Let's talk about the Broncos. Let's talk about another thing that's going to make me just as angry. People getting really excited about Drew Locke having a good day at practice. Will, do you want to be? Well, yeah, let me give you the lowdown here. Give me the lowdown. So people have been, you know, people all, obviously there's a quarterback battle between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke just lit it up on Tuesday, had the best day of camp so far. Um, People were saying that he was the best player on the field. Let me uh, get a quote here from Eric Dalala. Drew Locke with touchdowns in a red zone period to Noah Fant, Andrew Beck, and Tyree Cleveland. I forgot Andrew Beck was on the team. Uh, No picks today. He's the winner of the day, in my opinion. So if you follow any of those guys on Twitter, it was just like Drew Locke throws a rope, Drew Locke fires a laser, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Drew Locke is dealing, blah, blah, blah. Had a press conference after, ended it asking where Mike Kliss was. Uh, he really is the winner of the day. He answered some questions about the Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson stuff later. We can get to that. Um, this just seems to be kind of the thing with Drew Locke, though, is he will have days – and he will have games where he's basically perfect. But have we ever seen him string two of these games or performances or practices together? That's kind of what I'm that's what I'm waiting for. That's fair. Not yet. I don't I mean not yet really. Um my takeaway from this is that if you're talking about these things it's because you don't have a quarterback. You're still <laughs> yeah. trying to find him. Fair. Like Seattle Seahawks. Nobody's talking about how Russell Wilson's doing at practice. 
Buccaneers, not talking about how Tom Brady's doing at practice. If you have a vet quarterback, you're talking about these things if that vet is returning from an injury. Yeah. Talking about these things if you have a rookie quarterback. When it's a quarterback's third year going into the team, you hope you're not talking about this this stuff because you're already assuming like it's his job to have and it's why there's like this fake qb competition drew lock's gonna get the starting gig i think no matter what happens i expect drew lock to have very good practices like i I, like and i think i might be wrong here but i believe i read that was basically drew lock running with the ones going against the twos Today, Teddy was running with the ones going against the twos. So I'm not even sold on how good the quality of the great practice was. Uh, Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong there, but I believe I saw that on Twitter today. It's just like, I want to be excited about it, but it's the third year we're hearing about this. And it's fine. Like, I hope he looks great every single day at practice. But again, we've got a preseason, which will be nice. We'll get another little read on him. If it is a real competition and Drew Locke does not start week one, the only reason, there's two reasons that'll happen. Either he gets injured, which also has been an issue every year, or he plays so horribly in the preseason, they're like, we have to go with Teddy. You know what I mean? So I expect mm-hmm. Locke to, to start week one because I think he's going to be healthy. I think he's going to look fine in, in the preseason. But it's still like n- none of this makes me sold on whether or not he's the quarterback right now. And I feel like we say this every other week or so. We'll, we'll get that feeling midway through the season. We'll, we should know halfway through the season – whether or not, whether or not, you know, he's gotten better, had a little experience with Shermer, got a full off season. We don't have any of those excuses. The team stays healthy. We don't have that to worry about. And there's a lot that he didn't have go in his favor. We'll get a better read on it. Uh, but yeah, I, I still want Aaron Rodgers. I'm still going to tweet about Aaron Rodgers. It's she's still an upgrade. Even if Drew Locke was a good quarterback for 10, the next 10 years, I'll take Aaron Rodgers as a great quarterback for three years. I would take, Three years of Aaron Rodgers over 10 good years of Locke. Interesting. And I'm not even guaranteeing myself a Super Bowl. But I'm saying, like, that's that's just a compliment to Rodgers of how, like, Rodgers is bringing, you know, a decade plus of NFL experience with him. And even good young QBs don't have that. So... Uh, it takes just like, you can't replace that sort of time, that sort of like mental aptitude of knowing everything that's happening, you know, with defenses and shit. But uh, yeah, that's what I took away from the Drew Locke looking good. I'm rooting for Drew Locke to be great. Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to keep it fair to him. I like Drew Locke. I like the personality. I like the pep in his step. I like him calling out Mike Kliss. It's great. Just, I'm just, Give me win, win me some games, and the Broncos have very winnable September too. Like their first three games, yeah, very winnable. So we're gonna know right away. <laughs> gonna get a good taste right away. Yeah, that, that's a, that's an interesting point you bring up because great chance to get off on the right foot. Yeah. However, yeah. if you lose games to the Giants, who do they put the Jag- Jags? Jets. Cars? Giants. Jags. Jets. Jets. Like if you're one and two in that in that three week span. That's, that's tough. That is a tough look for Fangio. It's a tough look for Locke. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a tough scene as Barry McCockner would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tough. Barry McCockner season back on uh, the NBA playoffs in full force. Um, he's doing great once again on his 396 Twitter account. Um, but to your like point, he really is he would survive a nuclear winter um to your point about if you hear about how the quarterback did at minicamp probably a bad sign um to a tag of Iloa, we heard about him throwing like five interceptions yesterday yep dolphins don't have a qb broncos don't have a qb <laughs> that shit doesn't matter 
It doesn't, right? Not right, not right now. It doesn't matter right now. Like training camp maybe matters a little bit more. Preseason starting to matter a little bit. Regular season, it matters. Right yeah, now, the only way it matters is if your quarterback looks like Paxton Lynch at this point. If people are like, "Oh God," yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you're, horrible. If your quarterback is reading the playbook like upside down, yeah, and um, you know, it takes ten years to throw the ball in the pocket, you can kind of tell. You can kind of tell. But even like Paxton Lynch didn't hear about him being that bad his rookie season. So no, like we hear those stories afterwards because like the media doesn't want to do that to the guy right away. You know what I mean? Like sports media is ruthless, but there's also a little bit of like, let's give the guy a chance. Like I saw a lot of horrible things at practice. We'll talk about him in the nicest way possible. And then once he's gone, (laughs) then we can really tell everybody how horrible they were. Um, so like, and, and like, and if Drew Locke's like making mistakes at practice, like that's fine. That's where you make them too. It also doesn't mean he's bad. So like today yeah, it's he's like. He's also playing uh, what people think is like a top three defense. Yeah. Like he's going to throw Every some day. picks. He's going to make some yeah, mistakes. He's getting picked off by Justin Simmons. Uh, here's a newsflash. Justin Simmons picks off just about everybody. Justin Simmons is the only defender we have to play against Mahomes. <laughs> right yeah it's like he picks off Patrick Mahomes uh yeah he picks off Derek Carr he picks off Justin Herbert everybody yeah like, Simmons don't just be surprised if Drew Locke throws him a couple interceptions in practice Simmons it is funny how like if the quarterback throws an interception everybody's like fuck the quarterback sucks nobody's like damn this this defense is doing really really well yeah great play by the defense the ball away that fucking idiot quarterback threw it to the guy in the wrong color. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're, this is uh, the same team. They're playing, you know, when the regular season, season starts, you get all these guys on the, on the same side. Yeah. You know, we're not playing the same defense over here. They're not going to face a defense. I think that is better than the one that they're playing in practice. In Yeah. I can't – I don't know. Like, we talk about it as a top three defense. Is it potentially a top one defense? Can you find a team, let's say, like, in the AFC that has a superior defense? To the Broncos? Yeah. On paper right now? Cleveland? AFC? Hmm. I mean, Steelers have a good defense, but they have questions in their secondary, right? Um, and they're they're playing the Steelers this year. Yeah, so we'll see that. Uh, the Chargers defense at this point every season looks like it's top five, yeah. but yeah. we'll see which guys actually walk walk onto the field week one with, uh, with functioning limbs. Yeah, Tennessee. No, their defense was bad. I don't think they got a lot better. The Bills, no, their defense a little. I'll, okay, here's one. The Browns' defense has the potential to be very good. But yeah. you're right. I think if you're looking at it honestly, and this isn't even hometown fanboy, the Broncos should have the top defense in the AFC. They should, Will. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland's got a defense that could actually get them to the championship game and possibly to the super bowl if their cards fall uh correctly fall right um yeah but yeah um there's probably somebody i'm missing definitely not the texans (laughs) well i mean they play uh the nfc east this year too that should help i think washington might be all right and i think the cowboys will be better with that but washington defense yeah they'll they'll be good they'll be um you know, that's a very fearsome pass rush. But I'm not I'm not scared of the Giants or uh, the Eagles. And actually, the Giants are kind of similar. Their defense started to play well the second half of last season. Um, they tried to load some talent up on offense. They should get Saquon Barkley back. But they still have a giant question mark at QB as well. Like, 
Daniel Jones and Drew Locke are very similar, not like stylistically how they play, but the situation they're in where you've seen some flashes from both guys that should excite you as a football fan. But like, and I talked about this just recently uh, on, um, oh, yeah, was it fucking yesterday already? That's how my brain, how slowly my brain process. I talked about it on the franchise uh, tag podcast. Check them out. But also Adam will, should be here in Denver week one when the Giants and Broncos play. So we might be streaming that live together. Oh, really? Yeah, he might be going out to uh, one of the fields that he talked about that he helped out. Oh, yeah. Like a high school football field that got like some funding or some shit. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. But anyway. Bleep that out later. Uh, yeah, I'll forget. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like Daniel Jones, this, he, what's his knock? He's a turnover machine. It's not all picks. He fumbles a lot. He, turnovers. Drew Locke, turnovers. Either one of those guys fixes those issues, which they are very fixable mm-hmm. by both means. Um, then they might be decent quarterbacks and the giants could be a surprise team. I think maybe in the NFC East, because I think Joe judge started to help that defense build an identity, but uh, yeah, I like, I like the Broncos defense. Akeem Tlaib likes him. He likes him. Better. You better like him. It's so funny listening to Talib's podcast with Kareem Jackson. They're starting to get excited, like about the Broncos secondary. And um, Talib was talking about Patrick Sertain, Sertan, sorry, Patrick Sertan. And he's like, I can't repeat it, but it was just so funny the way that Talib said it because he like caught himself and kind of tried to correct it. But he's like, man, if that N-word comes out of there, I mean, if that boy comes out there and plays like the dog I know he is, like he's like, that secondary is going to be really good. And it's just the way he said it and knowing like, like that's just how Tlaib talks. And then he's doing it on a podcast though. So he's trying to dial it back to be a little more. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't, uh, he didn't drop an N in the Fox booth at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the funniest shit of all time because like especially fox um i doubt he's the only one there uh who said it but um like do you get can you get in trouble for that if you're a keep to leave i don't know i know because like it's like I what know. i can't say it yeah it's i think uh, he should just do it just to find out this year <laughs> <laughs> but like really subtly mix it in so you're like did he just say that yeah, I'm sure like there's been like hot mic moments where you hear it, like yeah, players and, uh, on the field or know, something. But deep drive to left by Castellanos. I don't make it a four nothing ball game. <laughs> What's that? What, Tom. Uh, Tom Brenneman. Brenneman. <laughs> I hated yeah. it. He's a terrible football announcer. Uh, I was glad he's. I'm glad he's gone. Gone. He sucked at his job. Very bad at announcing football. Yeah. Well, that's a – you don't have to be good. You don't have no. to be good. And, this podcast you know, is living proof. <laughs> <laughs> we've said some bad things about Kansas City, but we've never said that. No. We're pretty good at, uh, you know, not being bad people. <laughs> yeah, if you catch us off the air, it might be a different story. Not me. <laughs> I'm not a bad guy off the today, uh, like with customer service people, I just had to really keep my cool, just really be respectful. And I just wanted to lose my shit. And How the Russians hacked the uh, bench warmer supply chain? <laughs> uh, no bench warmer brew going out. We have been hacked by Russia, and coffee production has halted. Yeah, um, well, uh, let me okay. go into our ad. <laughs> Here's yeah, a good a transition. Segue. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook app, but also America's top rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends, and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. 
So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. You pick any basketball team that's still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. And there's great odds on other sports. Baseball, hockey. Baseball, hockey. Those are the only other sports I know right now. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice, can't be the Nuggets anymore, to win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for limited time. Only DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Wagers paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Have you recalled that line? No, because I don't have a gambling problem. You sure? Uh, my only gambling problem is betting on betting myself. On yeah. <laughs> the worst gamble I ever made bet on myself. <laughs> if only yeah, Barstool yeah. would have saved me. You know, I tweeted, I tweeted at stool president. I just tweeted ratio, Adam, even though it's not a ratio. <laughs> I just think it's funny when people tweet that. <laughs> Got to get ratioed. I think, yeah. Okay. If you're listening to this and you probably are, if you can hear me right now, um, please tweet ratio, reply to Dave's tweet and say ratio. Show, show it's an actual show ratio. The that's good sports <laughs> army. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's honestly the best way to do it. Show him that uh, we actually have a fan base. Um, we have good, extremely loyal fans. Um, who we will mobilize at a moment's notice. That's right. Do our bidding. If, uh, I mean, basically, if it were up to people who followed us and followed That's Good Sports versus um, Barstool, it would be the movie 300. And we, yeah. are, we are the 300. I trust you guys more. We're all super strong, super ripped homoerotic we can kick guys into giant pits without mm-hmm. uh, repercussion we'll eventually lose but uh we'll hold our ground for a while yeah it'll be it'll be in heroic fashion yeah yeah we are we'll, sparta we'll have died a warrior's death we're sparta we're sparta <laughs> um hey right. we're sparta don't you know hey sorry there Canadian Sparta. Canadians. Uh, all right. A couple of things to hit on. I want to get your reaction. Vic Fangio asked, was asked who's had a really good camp so far, and he answered wide receiver Kendall Hidden, who is also going to be the Suns' starting point guard uh, now that Chris Paul has COVID. I think he should just be the all-time COVID replacement. Any sport? Any Anytime. Yeah, I think that should be his reward for coming in overnight to play quarterback. Don't That's you? fair. Yeah, he should be in a play a, a NBA playoff game at least one. Yeah, I looked hey, it up. Two, he played like, basketball in high school. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The game you got seven possible games in a series. Like, yeah, it's just one. Oh, one. I know they have a backup. Okay. I think my takeaway from that is Vic Fangio doesn't even remember what fucking position Kendall Hinton plays, and that's quarterback. Yeah, because he's playing defensive back, too. Yeah. yeah, he was playing defensive back before they put him in at QB. Yeah. So now they got him back at wide receiver. Maybe it was like, okay, last year, you know, Hinton's fighting for a spot. And they're like, well, we don't really need wide receiver. We'll try it defensive back. And then they're like, oh, shit, actually, can you play quarterback? He does it, doesn't complain. And so this year for that sacrifice, they're like, do you want to try wide receiver again? Because we'll let you. And You should uh, really let him do most anything he wants. Yeah, I would say the hardest position for any player to make on this team would be wide receiver, too. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think just deep. Maybe like let him play running back too. I don't know. Yeah. 
So maybe he is having a very good camp as wide receiver. That'd be awesome for him. I would love it if Hinton got the opportunity to be on the roster as a wide receiver. Um, that's yeah, I mean, he's going to end up respect what he did for the team. Yeah. He's going to end up on the practice squad, which is like pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's a respectable place to land. I think uh, he could probably make the team based on what I'm hearing about his camp at wide receiver. He could probably make the team um, a lot of other places, but the Broncos also have Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, Kendall Hinton, Tyree Cleveland, Seth Williams, Tim Patrick. Timmy so, P. Timmy P. He has six pretty good ones there. I don't know if I counted that right, but you can't really carry seven. Deontay Spencer. Yeah, God peed. Yeah. God peed. God peed. Um, Deontay Spencer. I just I think they should just give him like a very cushy desk job for the rest of his life, at least. Hinton? Yeah. He should get John Elway's current job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same pay. Yeah. Uh, Elway's got the best job right now. I don't know what his job is. Elway's? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what you want. You want to make a lot uh, of money and nobody right. knows what you do, but everybody still loves you. It's a fucking, that is the American dream. It really is. I think that's what Dave Portnoy does at Barstool. <laughs> yeah, except everybody does not love him. Twitter arguments. <laughs> yeah. Trust well, me, really his own him. employees do not love him. <laughs> They tolerate him. <laughs> they might respect him. Good businessman. Shrewd. Yeah. He's gotten shit done. But <laughs> eat pizza uh, for a few years. Yeah. Every day. Love is not a word used with no. that man a lot. <laughs> would you rather be respected or loved? I want Both. people to fear how much they love me. <laughs> I want people to respect how much they fear me. Um, a couple other things. Shaq Griffin, and we're not we're gonna treat this with a little bit of reverence. We're not gonna make any jokes. Shaq Griffin. You're the only one who has a problem with that. <laughs> Brandon, you gotta you gotta cool the, it with if, the jokes. If they only knew how many jokes I didn't read about his one hand, Will. I didn't even bring it up. All right. <laughs> Good lord. Um <laughs> so Shaq Griffin's trying out the Broncos. Um they're looking for depth behind yep. Malik Reed, which I think is fair because, uh, you know, pass rushers have gotten injured in Denver recently. <laughs> and Jack Griffin's yep. at least like they need to find depth, not just for, you know, in case everybody on the defense gets injured like last year, their special team, their special teams was God awful. And if you can get someone who's like experienced like Shaq Griffin out there, just covering kicks or something huge upgrade yeah the special teams is something we forget that was really bad last year but it was yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm glad that they're trying to cultivate some experienced depth is tom mcmahon still their special teams coach yeah he wasn't fired fuck okay i don't believe just a, another example of you don't have to be good to keep your job. <laughs> um, uh, I Googled Broncos special teams coach just to make sure. And uh, apparently our special teams coach is now Brock Olivo. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be tight. Um, At least with him. Like, okay, Brock Olivo is a good example of was not a good special teams coach. But if he were still around, I'd be okay with it because he was entertaining. Same way I'd be okay with Gardner Minshew being the Broncos starting quarterback, even if he was bad. Uh, by the way, special- by the way, uh, they have said that they have not named a starter down in Jacksonville yet. Ooh. Ryan Schottenheimer says too early to tell who the starter is going to be. Uh, probably bullshit, but he's probably looking- showed up yet. Has Minshew? Yeah, he showed up. He cut off his mullet and his fucking career right. is done. Um, man, okay. Special teams bad last year. They're bringing in depth. Uh, they the Broncos were going to try and trade up for it to draft Jalen Phillips, but the 
the Dolphins snaked him at 18. I think the Broncos were looking at like 20 or something. I forget. Broncos did snake him back and get Devontae Williams yeah. ahead of the Dolphins in the second round. So eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. Snake eyes. Uh, yeah. Two snakes, snake eyes. The best Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. I mean, and that's saying something. Great long cut in that movie. I just like that every Nicolas Cage movie because they keep getting made. Uh, I just see, and it's like some weird movie. And I know that I will enjoy watching it. I, mm-hmm. I know it'll be at levels of bad that probably um, exceed the expectations of what was before that. And it's so strange. Like his career was so big and now he's just having to continue to make movies because he was so bad at handling his money. And we're getting like, all these horrible movies that I don't even know how long his catalog is, but it's, it's out there. There's like, he's in some space movie with like, Oh, what the fuck's it called? I saw it advertised on Amazon prime. Nick cage space movie. Cause I really want to watch it. Do you think if he tried color he could... out of space? Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. If he tried, what? If he tried, do you think he could win another Oscar? If he really went for it, do you think that would, there's any sort of possibility that could happen again? I mean, it just has to be a role where he he is Nick Cage. Um, maybe if it was like his own biopic. <laughs> oh. uh, because I think he's actually kind of crazy. Like, I think he's, I don't think he's a normal person anymore. No. So. No. I don't know if he ever was necessarily. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's true. Like, I've seen interviews with him like, oh, fuck. But like, he can act, but he can only really act as a like weird offbeat sort of character. Yeah, he was like a pretty, he had a pretty normal career. Like a pretty extraordinarily, yeah. you know, exceptional career but a normal career up until like adaptation and then after that kind of just went right off the rails yeah like the wicker man you've got who's the nfl's version of nick cage Ooh, that's a good question quarterbacks yeah you would say i would say reverse would be like ryan fitzpatrick reverse wise um Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. I'm trying to think. This is a great question that I posed, not to pat myself on the back. Yeah, it's like somebody who was like pretty damn good and then lasted Just in the league for a long man. time, but was not good. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking of like someone who won an MVP early on and then just kind of like hung around for a long time after that. Yeah. Interesting. Let oh, us dear. know. Who yeah. are you not thinking of here? It's got to be someone, right? Um, so what I was going to say was uh, Griffin coming in, I think he's actually got a decent shot to make the team mm-hmm. because the Broncos were going to try to draft for that position and then they just never really spent like a, a premium pick there. But they clearly wanted to. So it's definitely a position, like you said, they don't feel great about, probably because of the injuries. If Miller and Chubb stay healthy, then it's a position of strength. If one of them gets hurt, then you can kind of root for Malik Reed filling in because we saw him play nicely there. But yeah, I get why why they're concerned, I guess. Right, yeah. And, you know, Shaquem Griffin, crazy athlete. Yeah. No, his story is incredible. Like, uh, I would love to see him get a shot here. Uh, I did see they were also working out DeMornay Pearson L. One of the receivers from AAF. AAF. You don't forget a guy whose last name is The. You know what I mean? Pearson The. Rebecca DeMornay. No. Yeah, such a strong name. Demone Pearson L. Um, yeah. It, that's, yeah. It just sounds like a kind of sounds like a Batman villain. Yeah. 
in a way. I don't know. Uh, probably not going to make the team. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, I see Andrew Mason's uh, tweet here of OTAs and minicamp breakdowns. OTA one battle between Lock and Bridgewater tie. OTA two Bridgewater. OTA three Bridgewater. Minicamp one Lock. Minicamp two Bridgewater. So that is the most up to date practice battle. Um, is that how the team scores it too? <laughs> Just like whoever wins the most practices, yeah, gets the starting job. I would trust Mason's observations over anyone's. So the team He's should probably, just look. Yeah. Like the, the coaches don't even have to show up to practice. They just need to look and see what Mason said afterwards. Be like, yep, that's probably good. He's probably like, is he the most rational person out there? Mason? Yeah. Broncos football analysis? Probably. Yeah. He, he might be one be. of the smartest people I've ever met too. Yeah. He makes, uh, his memory makes me look forgetful. Yeah. His, Yeah. <laughs> His memory makes you look like um, Squeak uh, from basketball. Yeah, Guy Pierce from Memento. <laughs> Squeak from basketball. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, speaking of Guy Pierce, uh, he was in Mayor I, of Easttown. Yeah. I, I always that. forget who Guy Pierce is. <laughs> yeah, I think um, so did Guy Pierce in Memento. Yeah, I'm like, uh, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, where have I seen him? And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's Guy Pierce. Yeah, should have had a better career, probably. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Mayor Easttown, good show. Kate Winslet, also incredible actress. Forgot mm-hmm. how good she is. Uh, not a perfect show. Don't want to spoil it, but... There's no... Um, diarrhea slip and slide and that's why wow. it's not a perfect show yeah if you missed uh, yesterday's episode on that's good sports it's a good one diarrhea slip and slide and vagina punching both relevant topics mm-hmm. i had to read mm-hmm. we had to reach for diarrhea slip and slide i mean slip and slide that's not really a sport but i wasn't not gonna talk about that but diana rossini talking about vagina punching on michael silver's podcast uh yeah that's going in that's going in did you what like did you see the part where she said like that wasn't part of her game as a soccer player yeah. she would go for girls yeah, throats. like a throat yeah and i was like jesus christ this is just she, it's like uh they're just like laying this out on a silver platter for us yeah she was uh she's my favorite now she is my favorite the way like you yeah. talked about the vagina punching was like so innocent too. It was it's yeah. just, just fucking hilarious. And I didn't know that. It was like I it was like an actual nugget that I learned about uh, women's soccer. Uh, what, is this yeah? Is this like guerrilla marketing to get us to watch women's soccer to get them equal pay? Yeah, I mean, I think it, they should be featured more if they want more engagement. I like. Agree. Thinking about that happening in women's soccer and then why Jokic got ejected from a playoff game is ludicrous. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that was uh that was a tough one. Yeah. I turned on the game right when he got ejected. Man. Like right before they showed the replay. I was like, what did he do? Oh, he tried to slap the ball out of his hands. And he did slap the ball too. It was like, yeah, that's an ejection. Yeah, I mean, I get like a flagrant, maybe. Yeah, that's why basketball. Is, I've already said it, but that's why it's hard for me to watch. Yeah, I that's just get so. Right like I think football's too soft, and then I watch the NBA. I'm like, oh, you can actually be rewarded for being soft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like absolutely. It, like, at least in like football, let's – like, if a defensive back tries to sell a flop, there's a good chance he's just going to look like an idiot and get burned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, a slow sport where, like, you can just get stiff-armed into the ground by Derrick Henry if you're not careful. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a 
some would call it a, a better game. Some would call it a much better game. Yep. I don't know. I'm just waiting uh, for Dave Portnoy to send me a DM like, bro, checked out your work. <laughs> I'm finally ready to offer you a real job. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't want to move to New York, though. No, I told you, I don't need that fucking job. No. And they couldn't afford me now. They missed their chance. Talk about not being able to spot talent. <laughs> Idiots. How many millions are you asking for from them? Oh, you, at least five. Maybe 10. I mean, if Barstool, they got their first investment was $10 million from the Chernin Group. I think that was for 40% of the company. I'll give him yeah. my entire company for $10 million. <laughs> So that seems fair. Mm-hmm. Do you give him a uh, bench warmer too? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Are you selling me to them? No. The rights to me as a, as a person. No, no. You will. You and me are one symbiotic entity at this point. Yeah, I think you're right. It's like if if they took you, it'd be like giving up my liver. So I'd be dead. Uh, I would be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's generally how it works. A lot of people, um, very few people have lived without one. Yeah, it's not like a kidney. You should. Your body should really have. Like if we're going to want, if we want to evolve as a species yes. that drinks alcohol, we need two livers is the body needs to catch up to the modern times. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think I, um, I know exactly what you mean. Like if there is, cause how, how do these things happen? Like mutations mm-hmm. where someone's born with two livers, we need to seek that person out Yeah, and get he or she to have sex with the opposite sex as many times as possible. Yes. And spread two livered people across the earth. That's like a great plot for a comedy movie. Guy with two livers becomes like a number one sex object in America. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a cross with uh, another round that movie. Right. (laughs) It's like that dude can just be drunk as much as he wants. Yeah. He's cool because he's got a backup liver. Yeah. You need like a, we need a, it has to be two livers and something where the brain learns to regenerate the cells that alcohol kills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The longer you drink, the dumber you get. He's immune from hangovers somehow. Yes. I think that would be nice. Yeah, I think we're I think we're on to something. That's why you came to this podcast. Two livers and Nicolas Cage. Fucking <laughs> yeah. well, June, Nick baby. Cage is star in the movie. Yeah. Ooh, now we're thinking that will get him his Oscar because we're not going to tell him it's a comedy yeah. either. Yeah, it's going to be like leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Except like we condone his behavior because <laughs> he can exactly handle it. Oh, so you got no. All right. So actually, you guys need to all tag Dave Portnoy in my uh, Tom Brady Lego head video. Yes. If he doesn't see the potential there, he's not going to see it anywhere. That I'm not saying this because you pay me to. One of the best videos I've seen in a long time. It so turned out well. pretty good. And your friend did a great Almost yeah. zero planning. We really fucking winged it. Uh, I should have taken some more time to write better Reservoir Dog lines mixed with uh, Tom Brady things. Some of you guys had some great responses on Twitter, like Mr. Blue and Orange. Loved that one. Uh, Somebody pulled a quote from later in the movie. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, shit, that would have been so smart of me to put in. Uh, Like even like the first one about me watching Red Zone. Because like Michael Madsen says, I'm parked in the red zone at the beginning. Uh, like I, I wish I just had more time to like make that like a really solid reference line because I doubt anybody gets it. 
it's such like a weird thing too. It's Reservoir Dogs plus a bunch of really niche Tom Brady bullshit that you got to really like football. You've got, you need to have seen the movie to even look at it and go, oh, okay, I get what they're doing. Yeah. Well, what impressed me beyond all of that was the swing. Oh, and I don't even, I, I think I could swing better. I didn't. Yeah. I, uh, the, the swing, I pulled back on it because first of all, that head was fucking solid. Like I thought it was just going to like erupt, but it felt like I was hitting exploded something very solid. But then my buddy Woody had his camera set up in front of it, which I was a little worried about. But the the head, like it didn't shatter into millions of pieces. It shattered, but there was like two big hunks that went flying off. Mm-hmm. And but the face exploded. The face just like yeah. So the top of the head, though, like Woody's camera was right here, and the head was just like. <laughs> and I was like, like you can see it in the video. Like, it looks like I'm just surprised that I hit it, but I was, he, he has like a new camera that he spent a ton of fucking money on. And I thought it was going to wreck right into his camera. So I was fucking terrified right after I hit and I didn't even <laughs> swing through all the way, but. Uh, I think that probably made it better. Probably. Yeah. I'm just like, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably uh, worked out for the best. Whatever swing you did there. Did you take a bunch of practice cuts? No, I mean, I was, no, I was just warming up to it. And I was also, I was a little bit behind him. I should have had like a half step forward to really (laughs) drive through that swing, but uh, I didn't look like a chump, you know, like it's sometimes like, was it Ian Rappaport just did a a pitch at a baseball game? Was it a Cubs game? He threw out the first pitch or something. Yeah. Uh, And he did fine. But like, I always think, and I'll never be in a situation like that because I'll never be thought of as somebody who deserves to throw the opening pitch, but in your head, sometimes you're like, Oh yeah, if I was doing that, like I would go all out, I would throw it as hard as I could knowing that I'm either going to miss wildly or I'm going to throw a pretty cool pitch. But if you throw it as hard as you can, I think people respect that you, you like went for it. You know what I mean? Well, there's only like two. So there's a ton of bad pitches. Yeah. And there's like two that we remember that for being good. And it was like a nun yeah. <laughs> strike and George W. Bush after 9-11. Oh, yeah. Bush threw a good pick. The most famous first pitch. That's like one of the most American fucking things a president's oh, done. Yeah. Right there. If, that doesn't get, if that doesn't get you fired up. That I don't doesn't know. get your American dick hard. Nothing will. I mean, forget about everything that happened after. But that moment alone. <laughs> you want people to go to war for you? For yeah. some misleading reasons, throw a fucking pitch. We'll get behind I, it. I think if yeah, if he bounces at the home, <laughs> he does not we win. Never a second go to the Middle East. <laughs> President John Kerry withdraws troops immediately. <laughs> Probably not, honestly. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, you remember like horrible ones, like what, like Fifty Cent, like yeah, yeah, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci yeah. Duck. Just th- throw the heat. Just try to throw Ooh, it hard. Baby. Yeah, yeah, and warm up, and throw it from the mound, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm throwing it. I'll go. I'll, I'll take a step behind the mound. Second base. Yeah. You'll throw. <laughs> you'll throw home from center field. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That would be so much fun. But. Oh yeah, throwing a pitch out. It would be an adrenaline rush. Yeah, but like, just you know, think it would feel if you threw a strike. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so nervous to do that too, but I would throw it as hard as I could. But we need like a minor league team, like the Sky Sox out there to let you throw a first pitch. Yeah. I'll go down to New Mexico. I'll throw for the Topes. Let me throw for the Isotopes. Yeah. Let's get the, let's get the Topes, the Sox, anybody in the area. Yeah. You guys are listening. I'm ready to throw my first pitch. (laughs) Yep. All right. That's enough of this shit. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Good night. And John LA not play with an ACL. Good luck. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook app, but also America's top-rated sportsbook app. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right, pick any b-ball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.